Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we're going to chat with Shane Gauthier, Winnipeg Blue Bomber linebacker who has re-signed with the team on a one-year deal, his seventh year with the club. Also, Skylar Peters and I will offer you our advice. Maybe you don't want it. Who cares? We're going to give it to you anyway about the championship weekend in the NFL playoffs. That's all coming up on the podcast. Linebacker Shane Gauthier has been signed to a one-year extension. And Shane joins us now on the CJOB Sports Show. Shane, how does it feel to be back in blue and gold for a seventh season? Oh, it's, it feels great. Uh, happy to be back. Happy to go at it again and and like try to win another championship. Was there any doubt at all that you'd be back in Winnipeg? Uh, not really. Uh, I thought my chances were pretty good, and and it worked out pretty well. The fact that you live in Winnipeg full-time now, does that affect your decision what to do with your football career? Uh, not really. Uh, like, I love Winnipeg, of course, but, uh, like, I, I since I've been with the Bombers, uh, like, uh, I grew a lot, and, uh, but, like that, uh, I it affects a little bit, may I would say. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for you, then uh, looking back at what you've done in your your first six years in blue and gold last year, you got uh, a lot more reps on the defensive side of the ball. Got a couple sacks, twenty eight defensive tackles. How do you feel about your role on this team right now? Uh, I feel it's is as big as it ever be. Uh, I think every. Every single year, I keep showing uh, that uh, I can I can play and then I I can do uh, whatever they ask me to do. So I just I just hope uh, to go continue in that direction. And you're st- still enjoying doing special teams as well. Yeah, of course. I, I like it's it's I've been doing that my whole career, and then I like it's a, it's a big part of the game and. Uh, and uh, I'm one of the leader on the on the field uh, on those uh, units, so uh, like I'm happy to be there and happy to help the uh, the young guys uh, to do it also. Do you feel like you'll always do both uh, special teams and then playing defense too? Ah, uh, I think so. I think uh, well, that's what I want to do. Like I never, I don't really want to be take off of those things, but uh, like we'll, we'll see how it goes. I wouldn't mind to play more on defense, but like, I don't know yet. Right. But what kind of pride do you take in special teams? As someone who's uh, an electrician's apprentice, I guess you like getting your hands dirty, right? Absolutely. It's a, it's, it's a big part of the game. It's, it's very hard to play on. And uh, like we need, we need like, it's, it's almost like as playing on defense or on offense like we play a lot during the games we have a, a big impact on the game so it's always it's always fun to be out there when we we can make big plays and big tackles this question has been asked of of pretty much every player that's been re-signed so far have you watched the great cup i did yes <laughs> I, I i actually watched it uh, not, not long after it happened and what did you think? I think uh, I think we we didn't play our best game. Uh, I think Toronto. I'm not even sure Toronto played their best game either. I think it was a, it was a, we- a weird game how it unfolded. Uh, 
but uh, you got to learn from it and uh, moved on uh, after that. But I didn't spend too much time on it. Did it hurt rewatching it? It did. It did. Yes, a uh, couple, couple, just couple plays that like I knew I I knew we could have done better, and it would have put us in a better position. But like you cannot have those plays back. So it's uh, it's it's uh, how it happened, sadly. But uh, we're I'm like I'm I'm ready to move on and uh, try to get, go after another one. Does the loss provide fuel for 2023, or are you just a, a great team that's looking to win the Grey Cup and last year doesn't mean anything? I think uh, you can motivate yourself with what happened last year and and learn from it, but I don't think you got to uh, stick to what happened. You just got to see what's coming and then uh, like go week by week like we always does. And we, we don't think in the past, we think, we think in the future. So how do you feel about the way the team is constructed at the moment going into 2023? A lot of guys have said they want to come back. Yeah, it's, well, I, actually, it's doing great. Uh, I think uh, uh, most of the core group is, uh, is back. And uh, I'm sure we're going to have some new guys coming in that are going to have a big impact too. And uh, I think... Uh, uh, we we can keep going on the on our process and how we do things and and just learn from Blasi and try to do it better this year. So I mentioned that you're an electrician's apprentice. That's what you're doing in the off season. How's that going for you? Uh, it's doing pretty good. I've been working uh, for a, uh, about a month now, but I'm actually I'm actually going to uh, school for ten weeks now to to continue my apprenticeship. So what does that entail for you? What kind of uh, schoolwork do you need to take to do that? Uh, I go to Red River College. So uh, we have like an electrical class. We're learning about all the different circuits and uh, how to wire a couple things, panels. And uh, we learn (laughs) a lot of electrical stuff. But uh, it's uh, it's something you you have to go through if you want to get your tickets one day. So how does it feel to to be almost 31 and in school again? I'm actually pretty excited to 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 go back. I haven't been to school since 2016 and uh and, and it's something I look forward to. It's like it's uh, it's some skills that I'm going to need in the in, during the work. So it's uh, it's it's always fun to learn uh, new things and uh, apply them after doing uh, work. So why did you want to become an electrician? Uh, it's, it, it just happened that way. Uh, I, I've always liked uh, trade works. Uh, so uh, like carpenter, electrician, plumber, all those different type of work where you start basically from nothing and then you end up with uh, like a finished product that's going like, to work and actually like <laughs> do things. So and uh, I had a, a contact in the, the electrical field. So like uh, I went to have an interview with the company I was working with, and it, it all worked out. And uh, it's been it's been I've been with them since 2020. So what's more fun, doing electrical work or making a tackle? Oh, making a tackle. <laughs> <laughs> 
not even a question. <laughs> I figured you'd say that. Well, I had to ask it just because, you know, you got two two professions going on, but uh, football player by day. Uh, I like it, Shane. Appreciate your time tonight. Thanks for this and enjoy the rest of the offseason. We'll talk to you when the season gets going. Thank you. That is Shane Gauthier. Winnipeg Blue Bomber linebacker back for a seventh season in blue and gold. He lives here full time. He's going to Red River College working on his electrical work. Gotta love that. Always hearing stories of CFLers working on what they're going to do in the post-playing career. Some players are doing it already with real estate work and and accounting work. And so appreciate Shane coming on the show tonight. We're down to four teams. In the NFL postseason, and normally on the last show of the week in the last half hour, Skyler Peters and I give you a preview of the weekend's NFL action, but I'm not hosting the show Friday. Ross Levitan is filling in for me because I booked the day off to call Westman basketball games. So I'll ask we present to you now a bit earlier than usual, the Pistol Parlay Championship Weekend Preview. It is championship weekend. We only have three more football games to lose money on, Skyler, before the season is over. <laughs> and this weekend, there is uh, a lot of entry. We got the four best teams, I think, in the title games this year, with, which is awesome. You've got Kansas City and Cincinnati, a rematch of last year's AFC title game. you got Philadelphia and San Francisco, one versus two, one versus three. Can't really ask for anything more from a, just a viewer perspective, for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a great day on Sunday. Uh, I am looking forward to grabbing a quick nap after hosting Winnipeg Weekends uh, in place of Kevin Berger. Make sure everybody tunes in, by the way. Shameless plug. And then uh, just enjoying a full day of football. And, yeah, like you said, you know, I think you could see these four teams here on this weekend about with about three weeks left in the regular yeah. season. And, well, in uh, the NFC about nine weeks ago. <laughs> well, the Niners, yeah, I guess the Niners rattled off 10 in a row to end off the regular yeah. season. So whenever you whenever you realize that they were uh, the truth, uh, even despite that Jimmy Garoppolo injury came in the middle of that win streak, um, they've just kept on rolling. Uh, Garoppolo, by the way, outside chance to uh, be ready for the Niners But they this don't weekend, need him. But they won't need him. Exactly. Brock Purdy, undefeated. Uh, do you, okay, so do you, you're going to put Jimmy G on, on the sideline, though, if he's ready to go, right? Like Josh Johnson. Oh, you know, yes. Yeah, okay. He's the backup. That's, okay. Of course That's he is. Okay, just just making sure. Jimmy Garoppolo has made a living on being competent and nothing more. Yes. So, of course, he's going to be the backup. Handsome. And that's where we're going to start. That is the first game Sunday, uh, 2 o'clock Central Time. The Niners in Philadelphia. The Eagles right now favored by 2.5. That number really hasn't moved at all since the Open. The over-under 46.5. I mean, you're basically picking the winner. When the number's two and a half, who do you think is going to win this football game? And that's the question. And I I can't go against the Niners, honestly. Their defense just looks too dang good. But I don't know. Philadelphia is a different beast offensively. They can run the ball so much better than Dallas can. Yeah, well, this is almost the Niners getting uh, to play the closest version of themselves um, in terms of uh, the offense they'll face as a team. Uh, Niners defense is the best in the league. There's no doubt about that. All three levels have been exceptional this season. Um, But the Philly offense offers a lot in to manage in terms of um, what D'Amico Ryan's their uh, defensive coordinator and, and all that personnel is going to have to try and handle because not only do you have Jalen Hurts who uh, can scoot off and, and run the ball and you see how effective he is in the red zone especially running the football if he doesn't see anything in the air 
um, but the the just the amount of weapons they have in the passing game, and then a pretty solid running game as well. We saw three running backs score touchdowns for yeah. Philadelphia against the Giants. Gainwell was their leading rusher yeah. last week. He was just gashing the Giants. Yeah. It's uh, it, it, the committee is not a you know great approach in the fantasy football season. Come playoff time though, if you can get these fresh backs in, you know maybe Miles Sanders has a drive. You bring in Boston Scott for a big third down run or something like that, and then um, I mean this is going to be a fresh offense. Nick Sirianni's got all the weapons at his disposal for Philly. Uh, I'm not not taking them at home uh, right now the way they're playing. I'm, I'm kind of the other way. I, I can't bet against Philadelphia right now, even okay. laying a couple points. Over under, I feel like under is the play at 46 and a half. I feel like there's just going to be the defenses are going to take over this game. I personally think that. I, yeah, I think it'll look a lot like the Cowboys yeah. um, game with the 49ers. They're probably not that low of a total. Um, I think 24 might be the number that the winner has. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, you know, I can see neither team getting to, to yeah, 20, but it's going to yeah. be a close game for sure. It'll be inside a touchdown. I can't, unless something crazy happens. I, I do think this is the kind of game where a turnover decides mm. it. And I yeah. don't know if that's going to be necessarily the case in the AFC game. I could see one team or the other pulling away, depending on, you know, what that team looks like on the field. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, this could be another episode of, a. I mean, Trayvon Diggs had an interception in his hands, yep. dropped it. Uh, and Dak Prescott had a couple of picks as well, of course. And, and uh, we could very well be talking about the Dallas Cowboys right now, if not for that. So I, I think that NFC Championship is going to come down to that. Uh, it was, you know, hopefully a clean game and just two teams playing a high level of football but you know i'm not betting on the niners yeah you're, you're rooting for philly right absolutely absolutely okay. anybody but the niners they're rank four out of these four <laughs> remaining teams i do not have a rooting interest in this game personally i i'm i'm gonna be rooting for the afc champion to win the super bowl me too yeah. as we both cheer for nfc teams yeah. but in this game i just want to see a close one and i'm probably mm-hmm. rooting for san francisco uh just i don't know upset sort of i don't I, eh, eagles they won the Super Bowl more recently, so I guess I'll go Niners on that one. The other game, well, this is a this is an interesting one from a betting perspective. The line has moved all over the place since it opened on Sunday. Cincinnati at Kansas City. It was up to two and a half for the Bengals yesterday. As we are recording this middle of the afternoon today, it is Cincinnati minus one. Patrick Mahomes talked to reporters today and said he's going to play. He's ready to go. And, of course, he's going to say that. Is he going to be limited? You'd have to imagine he's going to be limited. And mobility is such a big part of his game that the line moved three, four points since it opened, basically just because of Mahomes' uncertainty, right? Yeah, and the one thing with... uh, We talked about this last week, and and when you're betting and we're looking ahead because of the constraints of the sports show. This is only Wednesday, right? Yeah. Uh, This is not a bet I would make. don't place this bet today. No. Uh, I had a Kansas City Chiefs future uh, plus 150 at the conclusion of the wild card weekend. I wasn't impressed by just to win the conference. That's correct. Yes. Uh, to get to the Super Bowl. I uh, wasn't impressed by any of the other three AFC winners on wild card weekend. And just the uncertainty around the ankle uh, made me cash it out. And I've now put a sizable wager on the Bengals because I knew that line was going to move. Money line it's, or spread? Yeah, money line. Yeah, it's settled back in a little bit, but uh, still getting some positive value right now. Listen. Patrick Mahomes sprained his ankle week one, 2019. 
What did he do in week two of 2019? Well, first of all, he took the field. Second of all, he threw for like 440 yards and four touchdowns against the Raiders. So I'm not too concerned about the health of Patrick Mahomes' ankle right now. So I, if you're someone who wants to back the Chiefs, I think you're in a good spot to get them with a plus sign in front of their number, whatever it is. Uh, I think that money lines, you're both going to be giving up a little bit of a margin right now. Let me just check Depends that. where you look. Yeah, yeah. Shop around for sure. A couple of books out there. The Chiefs minus 105 on bet 365. So you're almost getting even money. I mean... That that's as good as it gets for this team playing this level of football. Minus one hundred one on uh, sports interaction. There you go. So that that uh, it pays to have a couple of books in your pocket for sure. Uh, I'm targeting the total though in this game mm. personally. This one has also moved forty seven at the moment where I'm it, looking. It was as low as forty five and a half where I bought in. Uh, you so went over. I'm, yes, I went over there. I'm pretty happy with that. Um, the Bengals defense was fantastic against the Buffalo Bills. Maybe weather played a bit of a factor, but really the Bills I think. Are beat the Bills themselves. just a dome team playing outside? Yeah, they need to. Build Josh Allen a dome <laughs> and the problem is it's going to take three years to build a dome yeah. and that's three years off his career and, yeah. and rip to the bills we'll we'll sing their eulogy some other time but um yeah I just I, I think this is a this is a classic over game this is two unbelievable offenses and I don't want to cheer for the under I want no. to see some points you here. want fireworks in the, and the three games that Mahomes and Burrow have played against one another have all been fantastic, fantastic AFC title game last year was less of a back and forth it was more of a Kansas City just kind of gave it away. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't close it out. And Lou Anarumo's defensive structure has been awesome against Kansas City since they started playing. And this could be, you know, Joe Burrow taking the mantle from Patrick Mahomes. Fifth straight year that they are hosting the AFC title game. If, when they kick off, it is still Cincinnati the favorite. Only the second time in Mahomes' career he'll be a home dog. The other was this year, wasn't this it? This year when they lost at home to Buffalo. And Buffalo did cover. There a you three-point spread. They won by four. So... 0-1 uh, at home uh, as an underdog in his career. But it's it's all about the ankle, right? And, yeah. and we saw Saturday, he still got the ball out to Travis Kelsey. The running game was solid. The Buffalo Bills don't have a running game. Kansas City has started to develop one. They need that because the line of scrimmage, Cincinnati owned it uh, in the win over Buffalo. Kansas City's going to have to do better than that because this front of C- Cincinnati's is pretty dang solid. Yeah, I'm. it's solid in terms of personnel, but I don't. I think they're kind of underachieving. Chris Jones okay. is a defensive player of the year finalist. Uh, Frank Clark, former Seattle Seahawk, uh, has, I feel, really feel like his best days are behind him. They got George Karlaft as the rookie. He's got a lot of jump, but I don't really see anything in this Kansas City front four that I didn't see in Buffalo. And Buffalo's front four did nothing no. on uh, Sunday afternoon no. against, uh, against the Bengals. So I'm not really rooting for the Bengals D in this case. I want them to win the game. I want this one to go over. Uh, I feel like Eli Apple's been running his mouth a little bit on Twitter and it might come back and bite the guy. Like you're only halfway there, man. And he's, uh, he's been throwing out a few chirps to Buffalo bills players. Um, one thing I do want to add on the NFC championship if you think this is going to be a close game, no matter what side you pick, you should take a look at the winning margins offered uh, mm-hmm. at your sports book. If you think this is going to be a touchdown game and you got a feeling about the Niners, you got a feeling about the um, the Eagles, both of those options, the Niners to win by one to six points, the Eagles to win by one to six points are over three to one. Oh, so you can play the money line, maybe play the spread uh, of that team. But if you want to sweeten the, the deal a little bit and you feel like this is going to be a close one, that's a good option for you. Is, yeah. uh, and, and these are probably like these next three games have the likelihood of being quite close. Uh, I'm, I'm not something I'd bet on the AFC championship personally. Right. Uh, NFC, I think I am going to probably play the Eagles to win a close one too. So Before I let you go, is there any value right now in picking a Super Bowl winner? 
Absolutely. Yeah. If you think so, if you think your team's going to go out and get it done, or if you, you have a gut feeling that one of these four teams is going to win the Super Bowl, they're all plus odds. Yeah. So it's better to bet that now than taking their money line when they get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Obviously. I think if you know if you'd like Philly this weekend and you like them to match up against either the Chiefs or the Niners, which I, I personally don't hate that matchup for either of them. You know, a great secondary out in Philly against a great passing attack. They're going to have a fighting chance. They're certainly not going to be plus 230 to win the Super Bowl if they win next right. week, barring any major injuries. Yeah, Cincinnati to, um, about two, plus 240, Kansas City plus 260-ish, and then San Francisco plus 310 right it, now. Quite incredible, actually, that the Niners are the are the lowest odds in this scenario. I Is it the but Brock Purdy factor? But they're all close. Those are all fairly close. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to get the Niners 3-1 to one at this point is uh, probably the value bet as much as I hate to say it. Um, also, on uh, Cool Bet Canada, they have some specials running on who's going to lead the playoffs in passing yards. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, who played one fewer game than some of these other guys, right? Yeah. But if he wins the AFC Championship uh, and Jalen Hurts wins the AFC Championship, the two one-seeds who didn't play that wildcard weekend game uh, have very, very long odds. And I do feel like if Kansas City is going to win one of these football games, they're probably going to have to throw the ball all over the field. So that's one thing I'll be playing over at uh, Cool Bet Canada. <laughs> if you want to get really crazy, you can pick which team you think is going to be which team. In yes. the Super Bowl, yes. you, can, you can pick the Niners to beat the Chiefs at plus 750 if you're really crazy. Uh, Bengals to beat the Eagles right now actually has the lowest odds at plus 422. I mean, you could play two of them, really. Yeah. And, Just uh, put a little sprinkle. And still, uh, and still make some money some way, um, you know, if one of those hit for you. So lots of options. It's... Uh, it's Lots a, of ways to lose your money. Bet responsibly. Yes, please play responsibly. And I must say, I am ice cold right now in <laughs> everything I do. So Tennis. Skyler I've been betting is, the Aussie oh, Open. Why are you I've betting been, the Aussie Open? Guy, I don't know. I just why tried, are you asking me? I've been tennis nerd. Yeah, you should well, ask me for help because it was twelve thirty on Saturday night, and I was watching I was Felix Ojeda. Yeah, you probably were up watching. I should have texted you to be honest. <laughs> I've been losing at hockey. I had the Jets to get three goals yesterday. They scored forty three seconds in and didn't oh, score dude. for the rest of the game. And I, I could have told you it was a two one final. Yeah, that was. I a said it on duel. the air the pre- game but, show but it was plus money that's why i took it this is how this is how they win you know they, they didn't build win. us they didn't build it on winners like us you you either have a good regular season and a good postseason and then just blow it all in the super bowl just praying for a justin jefferson uh yes. offensive player of the year finalist today the finalist so. as we'll get into the next segment uh skylar appreciate your time and we'll uh reconvene in the super bowl the previews one. yes looking forward to it Thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this Try to warn you of the deal. You may not share our intellect, which might explain the